Hey, real quick. So Michael laid it here. Yeah. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hot Beat Hot Sauce. Yes, it is. Hot Beat Hot Sauce is back today. Ooh, delicious fermented small batch natural handmade in Thunder Bay right here, right here in Thunder Bay. Yes. And they are absolutely, every time I go to heartbeathotsauce.com, I get stuck between shop and then do I click on sauces or do I click on merchandise? I just picked myself up a nice shirt with my order because, you know, free with all orders over 50 bucks, you get the dill pickle serrano. And I had to try it. It's amazing. You should try it right now. Go now, heartbeathotsauce.com. Place your order over 50 bucks. You get the free sauce and free shipping within North America on orders over 99 bucks. Heartbeathotsauce.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Eat Local Pizza. Eat Local Pizza. Yes. And you can order vegan pizza at Eat Local Pizza. Yes, you can. You have any special dietary needs. Eat Local has options for everybody. They have keto crusts. Yeah, they are made on site. They have vegan options, including vegan cheese, bacon, and lasagnas. That's what they do. Yes, they go all out to make your pizza Lasagna dreams come true. E local pizza. Call now seven six seven zero 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 or online at www.eatlocalpizzapos.com. Follow them on social media. Yes, this is the Michaelated Unplugged episode one hundred thirty. We are back tonight. Very special guest. Please give it up to the one and only Kaylee. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, this camera's there. There you go. I like this shot. I really like this shot. <sighs> I like that music. That's a nice intro. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. The honor is on my side here right now. I'm honored yeah. that you're here and available, that you made that time. I know you are busy. I'm, I'm not so busy usually, but you are. You do a lot of things, and you help a lot of people, and tonight you're here oh. with me, and here you are. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hmm. Yes. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I was looking forward to it. Okay. Me too. It's been a while, <laughs> and I love how you communicate. I have to point this out. Oh. You are one of the only ones who sends voice messages. I don't know if you get, get that oh. a lot. Do you get that a lot? Yeah, yeah. I actually ran a poll on my story quite quite recently and asked who hated them so I could know which of my followers I was sending them to that didn't want to hear them. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> sorry to anyone that that, mm. that affected. But no, I uh, I really like them. I think they're a better way to connect. You can hear the tone of voice and my mouth moves faster than my thumb. So um, mm-hmm. usually it's an easier form for, of communication for me. So yeah. yeah, thank you though for Thanks for acknowledging that. Yeah, I I have to say I kind of like it because I feel like text-to-speech input is really good. It, it's more efficient, it's faster, and you can do something else. That's right. And usually I'm on the go, 
So I want to make sure that people know that I'm actually reading their messages, actually getting back to them. It's not just, you know, well, thanks. Yeah. Or like a heart. Mm. Um, I'm here. I'm listening. And I have those real connections with people. So I want them to feel like that's there. Yeah. I think that that's a good way to, good way to translate that. Yeah. Plus it's you. It's your voice. It's so unique, right? Right. It's like voices are very, very unique. Mm-hmm, absolutely. They're a good way to connect. Like they're, you know, it's me, right? Like you, you, there's no distinction, right? There's no automated message. It's just me. Sure. Have you heard like, I heard that a couple times in my life. There's supposedly in town, there's another guy. And he looks just like me, but he like a couple of years ago when I didn't have a beard and long curly hair. But I mean, like, okay. do you like, because of voice? Nobody says, oh, you have the voice of this guy or this girl. You're right. I've not heard that. I've not been told that I sound like anyone. Mm-hmm. So that's, you're, you're on to something there, I think. Yeah, that's like the, uh, the podcast host knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's all about the, those voices, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so you had a good day then today? I did have a good day today. I had a really great day. How was yours? Mine was yeah. good. I did a yeah. lot of time today with the kiddos. We have a six and a half Ooh. and a one and a half. And, you know, we, due to our lives changing forever since forever, it feels like, yeah. we, we made a lot of adjustments and priorities have changed and Working from home is more possible than ever now. And, you know, mm-hmm. our first one always went to daycare and now our second one never went. So it's it's huge. It's a total different world. It's a huge adjustment. I think that so many people have seen that in their personal lives and it's put a lot of pressure in a lot of areas. But I also think it's been really good and really great to, for people to reflect on things and what they want. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of good also came out of this. I don't know if that's being talked about as much because of how chronically stressed we all are <laughs> over this. Yeah, it is hard to, you know, for people who, when it's really hard, it's hard to say it's also really good for some. That's, yeah, it's really hard to, yeah. to to identify the good sometimes when it's all bad and it's all changing so quickly, like you said, but it seems like you've gotten some really great family time, which is cool. Yeah, I never get that back. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, me and Chris were saying the same thing. It's just going to be gone, and it's it's already now. Like, Albus, his shoe size is half of my shoe size. He almost has Lisa's shoe size, so he's a big boy, and he's only six. So, like... He's on his way out that door. You better watch out. He's going to be out the door before you know it. I guess so, right? <laughs> Hold on to him tight. <laughs> no, I think he... I don't know. You know, me as a father, I would say, nah, he wouldn't want to go right now or, like, in a couple of years. And then... Before you know it, they're independent. That's it. That's right. Mm. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing that they're independent because you want them to be strong, capable humans. But I think it's also like a grieving process for parents as well because they have to let go. And that sucks because you're used to this person needing you all the time. Yes. It's very dependable. You're right. And then also you have to make sure in in your relationship with your partner that you make that time. Mm. You know, because one day the kids, just like you said, they're gone and that's it. And then it's just you are, I'm left with my partner. And then hopefully, you know, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so true. And I think a lot of the time, like people panic when their kids leave because they're so not used to empty nesting. 
So it's like, what the hell do we do? Like, what, what, it, what, what, what does our relationship look like now? Because mm-hmm. it was built around these other people, and now these other people are gone. Yeah, it's very strange. But I think that that's also a really good opportunity to like reinvest in your relationship. Yeah, oh, heck yeah, holy yeah, yeah. Ha, yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to years to come. Yeah, we we got like a huge bucket list. Go on vacation, just the two mm. of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, so important. <laughs> so important to spend time together. Where you, what's the top of your list? Where do you guys want to go the most? Have I? Oh. Yeah? Yeah. How come? It's like the place to be, isn't it? <laughs> it's great. It looks great. Of course. I've never been, so I don't know, but yeah. it looks great. Yeah. Some island yeah. hopping. Maybe do a, they have a triathlon there, you know, go maybe just like sneak in and participate, whatever. Put yeah. on Put on some random jersey, number 67. Those big helmets. Is that your favorite number? No, it's not. I'm just making this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Keep going. My favorite number is 10. It is. Yeah. Any particular reason? Yeah, because one and zero is, you know, oh. it's everything. 10 is everything. Everything. Mm. Interesting. I'll have to think about that more. Six. Mine's is 14. 14? It's five. 14 yeah. is five. Five is good. I guess that's five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because like it's funny how you you, you maybe I'm wrong and you just allow me to play with this. So the numbers okay. are like I've you know, I've dabbled with numbers and I played around with them oh, strangely. Okay. And every single number even if it's like you really you can break it down to a number to between 1 and 10. And that's it. I c- could not confirm or deny that math was not my strength, but I like the idea. Mm-hmm. I'll endorse it. Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And this is it. This is when when you say yes, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run with that. I like that rule. I'm going to use that in my personal life. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel, do you feel that personal empowerment and being you know proud who you are is important? Oh my gosh, so important. And it's something I've struggled with. It's something I've always had, or and it kind of comes and goes. I feel like it's non-linear throughout life um, because we're always faced with new challenges or new people, or new experiences. So we're constantly adapting. And I think that we've adapted a lot, especially in the last two years. Mm. But I think that, yeah, being being feeling confident in who you are and feeling good about it is like a lifelong journey. But my hope is that there's more days than not that you feel good mm-hmm. about yourself. What would you tell people that like have a they they you know it's not as easy for them maybe? I think that I would tell them to start with small things. I know I think it's difficult when you try to encapsulate who you are and, and what you stand for in in its entirety. I think that you need to break it down and look at your values. Is where I would probably start uh, um, and say like. Am I living according to my values? And if the answer is no, then how can I get closer to that? Because I think that makes you feel the most like you. Because those are the things that make up who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been on Instagram. It seems lately there's a really good push. You know, we have a couple ladies in town who do that kind of work where they portray and show how it is as being a mother, how is it being a woman after birth or during birth, and you know what the expectations are via vs reality. And the pressure that exists and the comments that fly in. And then uh, there's a lot of other women that also portray and raise awareness now. You know, uh, what does it say? The body and then it has a story to tell. 
I think, Ooh, yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. think this is one of mm-hmm. those things that stood out to me. And uh, like, I, I'm following those accounts because like n- nobody is perfect. And I feel like it's really good. And it's like, it's great. Yeah. I do. It's great because it's human experience. And I think that a lot of it is glossed over or filtered. And I'm so guilty of using a filter. Like I love a good filter. Mm. Um, because I like things to look a certain way. But when you kind of strip it all down, it's important that there's still that that substance there and that raw, real experience. And I think that's what you're picking up on and what you're connecting with, right? Because it's emotional. It's human to human. It's not like unattainable or un- unexplainable or un- not understandable. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, wow. I can really understand you even if I haven't gone through it because it's just human experience. We're just humans talking about human stuff. Yeah. There's apps now where you can take a selfie and then you can alternate it. And, you know, you, you, there's a big person who's like a big person. And I'm not going to name drop him now, but he does a podcast too. And, you know, he, he converted himself and he turned himself actually into a woman. I don't know if it's possible. Oh, wow. And, you know, okay. and then it's just like, this is me now. And then look at me. And it's just mm-hmm. like you, how is that even possible to, you know, and then you, you think that's, or people look at it and then some are like shit and some are like, eh, and some don't care, but it, there's a lot of pressure. It's an exponential amount of pressure on people because it's like, every time we do that, I think the standard raises up a little bit or the standard is reinforced as like you know, this is what you should look like. This is what you should be doing. This is how much we can alter your appearance if you want to. And then it makes people think outside of themselves and then look in on themselves and go, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm supposed to look like this or I'm supposed to look like that or I'm supposed to be different in some way. Mm. And that messes with your mind and that messes with your confidence. Um, and it can really get to people. And I hate to see it because I feel like everyone should be who they are. There's so many wicked people around um want people to feel comfortable expressing themselves exactly how they how they are rather than feeling like they need to meet a standard or meet Mm. whatever somebody else is doing or said but if you want to play around filters because it's fun to you and it's a creative outlet go off sure i think just be be careful upstairs with it Uh, not messing with you yeah because it's powerful right yeah yeah super powerful because it's a reflection of you Mm mm-hmm hmm so how do you think we're going to look in 100 years? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> that's a really great question. Well, I haven't actually asked that. Um, I don't know. I want to believe that we're like adaptive in some way, but I don't know what the world would even look like in 100 years, and it's not looking so good right now with all the, mm. the environmental changes and everything that we need to put some more attention on. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we have guilds. Maybe we're underwater because the sea levels are rising. So maybe we've gone underwater and adapted to aquatic life. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I think in 100 years, we'd be one with, with technology. Oh, you think we're going to go like robotic? Mm, adjusted. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, look, 100 years ago, it was two, 19, 1921, right? So that's in, that's in between the two world wars and, you know. Yeah. We had some engines, we still had horses, and now we, we're getting electric cars, even though we had those earlier. And then, 
Yeah, but we are so dependent on technology, and you know, during the pandemic, we we've even we utilized it actually for many things now. We did. I did my graduate program completely online, and it was supposed to be an online um, course-based program. So part of it was intentional, and then the practicum was supposed to be in person, and it, it wasn't because of COVID. Yeah. So we adapted to telehealth, and so. I've been doing telehealth for my entire career, um, which has not been long, but um, it's so funny to even see that change um, because it's not the idea that I signed up for or um, the expectation that I had, but um, I'm just happy to be practicing. So I guess it's mm -hmm. a good thing and it reaches a lot more people. So I'm able to do virtual sessions with people from all over Ontario, yeah, that's um, which I think is really great. Yeah. Mm. I thought like when I started doing... Uh, this is over Zoom, just how we do it now, because I haven't switched it over yeah. yet. I'm thinking I'm waiting till stage three, and then yeah. and then I just give it an option. If you want to come in the studio, you can, or we do it online, whatever the guest feels comfortable with. And, totally. Yeah. And then, you know, I first I thought I will not be able to connect, or I felt different. Mm. And maybe it is mm. still, but I don't think so. Or maybe I'm not used to it anymore, but I feel like I... I can connect to almost the same level. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think um, a lot of people share that as well. I definitely feel like I've got a little socially, not socially awkward, I would say, but a little, we're starting to miss out on the social cues because we haven't been like, you know, around them and, and uh, responding to them or reacting to them. So um, I feel like, yeah, sometimes I feel a little awkward or a little off, mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just like riding a bike. And once we do it a few more times, then, um, you'll be more comfortable over time. Yeah. Are, are you, I don't I, think the connection's lost forever. No. 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 That's not possible. Yeah. As a therapist, then you, you are a people's person, right? Mm, define people person. Like you love people. I do love people. I really love people. I love helping people. I love listening to people. I love talking to people. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually an introvert, which I think a lot of people are surprised by because I'm very outgoing and I have a lot of energy mm -hmm. um, and I'm very present, but I definitely need to be alone to recharge. Yeah. So the pandemic didn't really affect me at first because I did everything from home anyways and I loved being here. But even over time, like I became completely affected by it, like mentally, physically, um, you know, had my ups and downs and I, I can only imagine how it must have been for people who rely on social connection a little more like extroverts. Mm -hmm. Um, that's gotta have been so tough. I've come across this before where people like you and me, you know, we, we talk a lot and, you know, we have a good time, but like we do that because we do it for that moment. And then once we are somewhere else, we are like, chill. You got it. Yeah. You I'm, got it. I'm the same way. Like if I would go anywhere and this is, I would be like, I would be the mouse in the room. I would be like not even visible. You know, they say, oh. the, they, you, you know, they say the elephant in the room. I would be the mouse. Yeah. yeah. So are, are you like that with like in social situations outside of like your, not your persona. Cause I feel like you're, you're very real and raw. Uh. So outside of this, Like in social situations, do you feel that way or is it just when you're at home kind of with your family, you're more quiet? No, if there's somebody who talks a lot, I just let them talk. It's cool. 
I, oh, I, cool. maybe yeah, I, not like that. Yeah, maybe I try. Maybe I try a couple times. But you know, there are certain people that just talk. Yeah. There's, there's like, and then you, you just like, oh, okay, all right. I ran across a few, both for personal, personally and professionally. So, yeah, um, yeah, totally. But I think, yeah, I think it's funny that you were able to like nail that down exactly right. Like when I'm at home, um, I'm a lot more chill than I am um, when I'm out and about or even online. It's not like I'm, but myself. It's just that certain situations bring out certain parts of you, and mm -hmm. so um, when it's just me, Chris, and yeah, exactly. And when it's just me, Chris, and our cat. Um, Although Chris and I are always like laughing and giggling and joking and, and being silly like I am online and, and having big communications like we do online, there's just something quieter and simpler about it um, that I actually really value. I really like it. I really like that we're able to come to a like more of a peaceful, quiet place. Mm -hmm. So is it is it important for you to meet people than in person? Like is that, do you, would you prefer that mm -hmm. if you could, right, for like a session or something? I'm not sure because I haven't done it right. So I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I actually um, have a back injury. I got, I herniated a disc in my back last August, Oof. the day before I got engaged because I just like to make things as, as funny as possible. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was a good time. Did a backflip off of a floating dock and <laughs> back wasn't having it. So um, my gymnast days were over then. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's going to be great when I do it and then me to reach people. But I also love working from home. I find it way less distracting, mm -hmm, yeah. way more focused. Um, and I know a lot of people don't feel that way, but not someone that has trouble working from home. I actually have a way easier time. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, I can just disappear in the basement for a, like a between a nap or something. I'm just like put my hours in. <laughs> There you go. It's so easy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You can meet your needs really easily, I think. And for me, as someone that has a lot of mental and physical ailments that are chronic, I like to be able to have that accessibility to meet my needs throughout the day um, so that I can continue to be present for clients and friends online um, and friends in real life. So I just feel like it's an easier way for me to fill my cup. Mm. Do, you, do you ever have like a day where you just say, okay, I'm, I'm gone. I got the need to like, this is it for me. Um, you mean like online? Sure, but also like socially, like see you later. I'm just gonna have to do be on the couch oh. today. Oh, I think yeah. I don't know why I saluted at you, That's but fine. it That's seemed like the right take call that as a in that in that moment. <laughs> um, I uh, no, absolutely, absolutely. I am very, very go go go, very hardworking. I would say um, oh, okay. for like Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends, it's like either very chill or there's social time mm. and the evenings are very quiet for me um, because I am so like, go, go, go. I feel like I use up a lot of my energy throughout the day on other people and then I have to refill my cup. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a very much a couch girl. Like you can find me posted up on the L part of my couch Oof. watching like the office or new girl every single night. Just that's where I am. <laughs> really? That's those, those, those two are your favorite shows. Um, I just got into new girl. Like I just started watching it. I think, yesterday or the day before and i'm kind of hooked already oh. um yeah i really like it i like the office um i really love documentaries uh, you like the office too uh, who's your favorite character uh, no yeah well i like the actor like the main character 
Right. Oh, you like Michael Scott or um, yeah, Steve Carell? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Steve Carell. There, yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's like he's funny. He has some, you know. There was a phase where I really liked him, <laughs> and now it's a over. Phase? <laughs> and now it's gone. Done. We're done with you, Steve Carell. Yeah, he did some um, really good movies. One was I don't remember, but he was like a a single father, and you know he had two kids, and he they went somewhere for camp, a family, and then. Was like a love relationship movie. With, I can't remember that one, yeah. but I, it rings a bell. Like I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, he's driving um, this old Volvo, and then he's pumping up gas, and he's like, "Oh, there goes your t- tuition." And then five <laughs> seconds later, that's way too like, real to me. <laughs> I was just a grad student. That's too real. <laughs> um, no, he's great. I really like Dinner for Schmucks. I know that's kind mm. of like a polarizing movie, but I liked that one a mm-hmm. lot. Um, yeah. I just find him really personable. Like everything he does, I'm like, that's funny, but personable. I like it. Yeah, you think he really is like that? You, because some actors are really like <sighs> that, right? Like Eric from the True Blood. He he is. Oh, I never watched that one. He's he is that kind of guy, supposedly. Okay, what's he like? Because I didn't watch True Blood. So, like, what are he's, you afraid of? He picks up all the ladies. Oh, he's like a, he's a womanizer. Got it. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's too strong a word. He's just, he, he likes women. Um, do I think Steve Carell is as nice in person? Um, I want to hope so. Mm-hmm. I want to hope so. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, because I want to believe that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I subscribe to my own ideas. And I'm going to subscribe to that one. Yeah, okay. I respect that. What do you, yeah, what do you think? Do you think he's the same, or do you think he does a persona? He does a persona. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like the goofiness, or him being like kind and charismatic? Uh, no, I think it's a completely because his roles are very similar, right? Mm, Every, they are. Yeah, everything is very not the same, but similar. So I think. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe it's a switch. He has like. He puts it on, and then he's 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 the funny guy. Yeah, and I think we all have that switch, right? Like we just talked about mine, how I go from this to sitting on my couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. yeah, and I think that um, it can be mistaken as like you're being fake or you're not being realistic or real with people, and I, that's just not it. Like I said, like there's different situations or environments for different parts of you um, that kind of, and I think that it's to respect those parts and like let them come out as they as they do oh i like that thanks mm-hmm. thanks yeah if i leave you with anything let it be that <laughs> uh, there will be more than that for sure oh, okay mm. some people prefer to meet you know maybe because it's they are unfamiliar maybe it's their first session or maybe you know they never tried it but they would prefer mm-hmm. to meet somebody in person absolutely yeah yeah. Yep. I've had that um, requested a couple of times. And um, if it wasn't for the back injury um, and I'm getting my second vaccine at the end of July. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited about that. Um, feels like a long time coming. Feels like we're about to surmount something or overcome something. Mm. Um, but yeah, it feels like a personal victory as well as like a community or a global victory. Um, but Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. So this is my ADHD coming full front to the to the podcast. That's awesome. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> my meds are wearing off. <laughs> hey, uh, you did that reel I shared today as a story when I did announce that you are on the show tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. how easy is that for you? To just like let go and be silly like that? Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I'm not that calculated as a person. I'm pretty, I'm pretty like I'm. I'll tell you whatever I think, and um, and I mean like I think before I talk most of the time. I try to, but mm-hmm. I I don't think too much to the point where I talk myself out of things or anything. I'll just jump in and. If it makes somebody laugh, then I'm happy. Um, so it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Although I do sometimes watch them back too many times and then get in my head about it. So that's usually an indication I need to pull my phone down. <laughs> uh, I do that too. Not not yeah? in the same way, but I watch them and I just laugh my head off. And I think, this is really good. <laughs> I, I outdid myself again. That's an excellent viewpoint. The, Great perspective taking. The, awesome. The most stories um, that I look at are my own. <laughs> same no it's true i go back and rewatch them and i'm like okay yeah and it's especially the ones where i'm talking i have to like make sure that i was clear or like i didn't come across because i think people can pull different things out of the things that you say even if you're the most careful it's true and like i said i'm not super calculated Mm -hmm. so sometimes i worry about what's going to get pulled out of things um and i have had those experiences where people are like hey i didn't like this or you've offended me or whatever yes um and so you just take Take those as they come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I, I'm doing a pop up podcast now, and you know, I saw that, and it's I, I'm excited. But you know, I didn't even plan that, right? I I was planning to get a studio first somewhere else because we're doing this in the basement here in my, at my house with with Lisa. Looks great. It's it's not it's not my house. It's our house. And then we um, but you know, I I put an application in somewhere to have a. a place but it didn't go through which yeah. is fine yeah. but i didn't okay. plan then to go outside and do a podcast outside but it's just it just mm-hmm. happened right and i didn't do it because now i, well, I didn't get it right but it, 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 <laughs> it could it could look like that but it's just like i didn't even plan this it just happened absolutely yeah, yeah i uh, i can uh, resonate that resonates with me a lot yeah i didn't plan most of this um I, the only thing I really planned was my career, mm-hmm. and that was about it. And the rest of it, I just kind of stumbled into and tried to make the best out of it. And I think that sometimes that's the best way to do it because then you don't get in your head about it, like we just talked about. Mm. So you, you do you plan your social media game then, or you do you have like you do you like use apps for like a week of posts and you you organize everything and everything's lined up to perfection. I wish I could tell you that I did and that I'm like this like mastermind creator and that I have it all figured out, but I don't. I literally do it by the feet of my pants and whatever feels right in that moment. And I, I like it that way because it's honest and it's um, there's a continuity. Yeah, yeah. And there's a story there. It's not just like, oh, like, what is she talking about? I've never seen this before. Typically people are like, oh yeah, like I've seen her talk about this before. It's, it's in, now she's gotten in a post. Like it's not, it, there's continuity. Um, and I think that that gives you credibility with people. Um, and that's what I want because I genuinely just want connection from people, um, and to help in any way that I can. So, um, I think credibility and continuity are two ways that I can, I can show up for people. So no, I don't plan anything. Everything is done from my phone in the, (laughs) however it's done. There is days where we go and like shoot pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I either like need them or want them. But most of it's like a creative experience um, and more of like a, I want to tell a story or I want to share a, an idea or an opinion or a concept. 
um, and I have a vision about it. So I'll like get on Pinterest and like get some inspo or I'll see something and it'll bring about inspiration. And um, my co-host of Sappy Hour that we talked about a little earlier. Um, Sappy Hour. Sappy Hour. Ooh. Not to be a competitor to your podcast. No, I, there's, um, there's no competition. I, I love. Right. I feel the same way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. Sa- um, sappy, sappy Hour. Sorry to interrupt you. Sappy Hour sounds a lot like Happy Hour. It does, except that it's super sappy. So we played on that. We wanted it to feel like a fun place to come. It's awesome. To get sappy together and yeah. maybe have a couple of drinks and hang out. Mm. Um, and wall down and let, let's talk about stuff. Let's talk about real stuff that sucks and real stuff that's great and real stuff that's in between. Um, so we try to do that. But Hannah is the co-host um, and she's pulled a lot of, I pulled a lot of inspiration from Hannah just in our conversation. She's just one of those people that, and I'm sure you've met one of these people that just pulls something out of you. Mm-hmm. That's really different and um, is really authentic to you, but makes you think about things in a different way and kind of helps you to explore ideas. So Hannah's a really great spring, spring board for me as well. Yeah, it's interesting how the dynamic of two hosts can be played very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that, yeah, you can complement each other super well. Super yeah. well, yeah, I know. It's it's. Uh, I think it's it's really good. You, we did. A, I hosted another podcast, Asked by the Giant with Logan, you know, and it was yeah. it was really good. Logan was like a great host. Yeah, when you have that good give and take, and you can kind of help each other to further your ideas or to get back on track when you've lost your idea, mm-hmm. um, it's just great. I really like it, and it's less pressure because I think we both wanted a, a way to talk more, which is funny because that's all we do all day. Um, because of both of our jobs and then I can understand that though like it's a little bit different right it's probably more I didn't yeah I have to be honest I didn't check it out but I will have to uh, obviously it's okay and you know yeah it's uh sorry that was a little leg hello hello hi it's me I'm here I haven't gone anywhere yet (laughs) yeah there's no thunderstorm and if there's one there will be no rain again oh is that the truth uh no <laughs> tonight is like 13 degrees so we decided to close the oh. window in the baby's room just because he's going to be super free frozen yeah the this thing- weather going back and forth is a lot the things you have to think about when you put little babies to sleep i can't relate but i imagine that it is difficult mm. yeah you i had a really good transition lined up before you we you know now we can do it either way. We could talk about your football you posted today. Uh, the uh, what was it? The peanut. It's a peanut noodle bowl yeah. from Nutrition by Amy because Woo! I'm a creature of habit. Mm. Um, Are you? And her, she's phenomenal. Okay. Yes, yes, big creature of habit. Um, when I like something, I'll just continue to eat it until I can't look at it anymore. But it hasn't happened with that noodle bowl. Wow. I keep coming back to that What's, noodle bowl. Why? What is? So, what is it? What is? What is it? I think it's like the perfect combination because I'm like a salty gal. I'm not really like a sweet tooth. Oh. Um, so it's got the like peanut butter chocolate or not peanut butter. So like a peanut butter sauce, oh. and then there's like pickled carrots. So it's just like acidic, and then there's some noodles at the bottom. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. So it's got like broccoli. Yeah, 
And it's a great way for me to return to healthy eating too, because mm-hmm. I think once I've been eating like shit for like days, which happened over the weekend because it was a long weekend. Yeah, hot um, dogs. I've been drinking alcohol. Let's have a lot yes. of hot dogs. What about burgers? Anybody? Yes. Right? Because you're out with people. It's social. Um, and if you're drinking like the next day, I don't know about anybody else, but like I'm not, I don't want a salad. I want like a burger. Mm. So um, this is a great way for me to get like that on track in terms of like my nutrition. So. Okay that bowl for multiple reasons love it so great for great for me yeah so you both are friends then uh i think we still have a friendship i'm gonna go ahead and say yeah amy if you see this and you disagree don't tell me it'll break my heart <laughs> no i've uh <laughs> i i think that there's definitely a friendship there i uh, i really respect what she does and I, i've gotten the opportunity to work with her a little bit and um i really like what she's doing with being so open and honest about you know, her experiences with, with motherhood and, mm-hmm. um, and she's really, she approaches everything. Like I did the reset cause she's a nutritionist. So she has these meal programs and these nutrition programs. And I did one and it was fantastic. Like I will definitely do another one. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we know not everybody is always aware of, Oh, I'm going to have this kimchi noodle bowl out of a package oh well that's 500 calories well i didn't know that well there's mm-hmm. no there's no nutrition in it what what do you mean it's noodles it's good for you no it's like you it's so easy right to think or like a hot dog bun has 150 calories are you kidding me or 190 it has more calories <laughs> than the sausage what's wrong It's crazy. And I think that like what she's really good about is refocusing on kind of like food as nourishment rather than like food as like a punishment or a restrictive thing yeah, that's um, or something that needs to be counted by numbers. Mm-hmm. So she's really, because I've struggled a lot with eating disorders in my past. And so I found her approach really realistic and I never felt restricted and I never felt, I never felt like limited or um frustrated by it and there's been a lot of diets that i've tried where i felt really frustrated limited and i couldn't eat certain things or i had to cut certain things out and it was more about how to incorporate things like vegetables in ways that were exciting mm-hmm. and not like oh i'm just gonna have a salad because that gets so freaking boring and i'll be the first to admit that mm, that's beautiful how you said that not okay. not the last part Thanks. but like the one before where you know <laughs> Food, it's not, it's not a punishment. It's not you have to. It's an, like it's a feeling. The feeling of how it's done is so important. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's attached to like emotion, right? And we eat all the time. So when you struggle with that, that's, it's so frustrating because it plays into like your whole life. Um, and so, yeah, I really appreciated her approach to it because it didn't feel bad or like, punitive in any way at all um if anything i was really excited about food again which was good oh food right right (laughs) yeah hopefully we still eat in a hundred (laughs) years i'm never giving that up i won't be around so i won't know but i would never give it up that's good the now i you you made this happen for me again because you brought this up again Where you have you 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 acquired experience throughout your life, you know there were events mm-hmm. you 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 went through stuff, 
And you did a reel on that as well, where actually this is like one of your most played reels, I think it is. If I, yeah, if that I'm, did well. And I that one was like, I woke up and did that in like 30 seconds and I wish I was kidding. And I did it right there. Like it, <laughs> it was not planned. It's amazing. It was a joke mainly. I put it up. It was crazy. It's the stuff I got into that does some, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I agree with what you communicated with that. You, because Thank you. I feel like I can help somebody to set up a podcast because I'm doing a podcast. Okay. All right. I maybe have knowledge and to do that, but I cannot make you do it, but I can tell you how to do it or mm -hmm. a, a way. So I feel like with that very basic, simple example, you you broke that down way better you you know you can't be a therapist if you have your own oh this was so quick i couldn't like. it's you can't be a therapist if you have your own mental health conditions and i've heard that so many times even from colleagues or peers at school um you know a lot of people thought that and it was really challenging to overcome those thoughts because i already had doubt about that myself um and how can i help people if i have stuff to manage But I honestly think that it, it creates more understanding and um, more open-mindedness and more compassion. And that doesn't mean that people that don't have mental health conditions can't be therapists either, because I'm sure that they have their own experiences that create their own set of skills. Mm -hmm. But for me, going through it really, first-hand knowledge is like my first like first line of defense. That's my best learning tool um, is, is experiencing it myself. So being able to channel that into growth and help other people um, That was that was the goal, not that we did. So, thanks. Yeah, acknowledging that it's important. I feel very much so. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, and yeah. I, I agree again that it is. I would almost say it's 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 better in a way. Right. <laughs> I don't want to put down any of my fellow uh, psych colleagues, but I will say I that it does that give me yeah. an edge. But I, give me an edge. I'll say that. Mm, there you go. And you got like, how did that go? Did you post it and then in a couple of hours you had those many views or what happened? I okay, so I post it and then I'm like standing in the kitchen with Chris and I'm like, this thing's kind of blowing up. Like I don't know what's going on. I didn't think so many people would relate to this, especially because most of the time I'm speaking as like someone that's helping other people. I'm not really speaking from how I've felt about my own career like I speak about my career but I don't speak about the challenges that I faced or like how I've you know not been confident I always like I think I appear confident a lot of the time mm -hmm. but there's a ton of imposter syndrome and there's a ton of like people in my ear telling me like how are you going to help people if you struggle with PTSD anxiety like I've got a laundry list of shit that I deal with mm -hmm. um and and so yeah it blew up and then um I mean blew up it's like relative right but um yeah, I think it's it amazing. was it was shocking mm -hmm. um and then it just it felt really good and really validating and a lot of people resonated with it um that weren't therapists too and were like no i i've seen a therapist who has their own mental health stuff and i i connected with them better um so i think that it's just sometimes that's a better match for people is someone that knows that you've also been through it um so that you're not just coming from a place of education you're coming from a place of first-hand knowledge I, i get this i understand this on a personal level and although you know like anxiety for example is going to be different for everyone in my experience my symptoms might be completely separate to yours yes it's still a shared experience mm -hmm. 
how would you classify mental health in a very easy short form in the words? It's the communication between your body and your brain. And um, that connection is important because um, it dictates pretty much everything. And I know that that's really broken down very, very simply, but your thoughts and your feelings and your, um, like your actions are all tied together. And they're so, so heavily tied that they, they can really paint your entire life, your entire human experience. Um, I think just making sure that you're taking care of it. And I know that it's becoming more like more, um, not stumbling over my words because I get nervous talking about mental health. Um, there's okay. a lot of people still, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's becoming more popular is what I was trying to say. Um, because I, I think a lot of people went through a lot of stuff last year and yeah. the year before. Um, and that, that's great. Um, but I also hate seeing so many people struggle. Yeah. I think there's not enough support for everybody in a way. Yeah, and Exactly. And I think we didn't realize before, but now after or doing, it's even more than ever. Absolutely. And it also puts a lot of pressure, not to take away from the consumer side, but it puts a lot of pressure on us as therapists too, because I, I want to be everywhere. I want to help everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so we're more likely to burn out, especially people like me who have to really be careful about boundaries because I'll just take on that extra client and that extra hour of my day where I'm being present for someone else emotionally. Um, and that's, that can weigh on you at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. Yeah. It's a good lot, but it's a lot. And mm -hmm. some days, you know, I come away from, from work and, and it's, I can't talk to anyone. I need to go be in a quiet room alone mm -hmm. and process some stuff. Um, and some days I'm totally fine and I'm sitting here with you. So yeah. I had a full day today and I'm good, but wow. um, it just really depends on the day and what people are going through. Mm. So mental health is balance then? Mm -hmm. I think, I think mental health is, it's really hard to encapsulate in one word. <laughs> I've actually never been asked to do that. Um, yeah, it's balance. You're right. It is balance because mm. you need, you need the, the positive and the negative to create the entirety of human experience. Okay. So, so back to number 10. Because the one and the zero is a plus and a minus two, right? There you go. Wow. There you go. Mind-bending wow. stuff tonight. To <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Carell's not that nice. That's what we've learned. <laughs> Supposedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Let's just imagine. Like, would you talk to him if he walks down Red River Road and goes to some patio no. and he's like, hey. I'm... I mean, if he approached me, yes. But like, why, why would he ever? But like, if I saw him out, I, I'm strongly like a strong believer in like, celebrities are just people. So if he was out and about, I would not mm. want to interfere with his day because I'm like, you know what? Go live your life. It would be exciting for me, but I would not take it to a place. And that's not to say that people shouldn't approach people that they sure. look up to. Yeah. I just, I don't follow that mm -hmm. rule. I just follow the rule of like, oh, that's cool. It's Steve Carell. And then I would just move on. <laughs> right? They're just people too. Just people. I know. Yeah. 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 That helps yeah. a lot. Yeah, they're just people. Like, I think the best way to put it is, like, they use the washroom. Like, that's usually what gets my mm. mind around, like, a celebrity and, like, idolizing them. I'm like, they use the washroom. Like, everybody uses the washroom. And so then I'm like, oh, there's the person. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Breaking it's... it down into little human things. Well, who inspires you? This is like a t- typical Ooh. Michael question lately. Who inspires me? That's a good question. Hannah's a good one. Hannah inspires me. Um, Chris. Chris is a big one. Um, I think you should be with someone who inspires you if you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's a lot like a yang to my yang a lot of the time. So he inspires me to like, you know, chill out <laughs> um, and be resilient and be adaptive and be open to experience because I can be anxious and closed mm-hmm. off and scared a lot of the time. Yeah. So he's really good at kind of like pulling me out of that. Um, and then what do I kind of look up to? I think I look up to a lot of people because anyone that's, that's living their truth, like that's, that's really being themselves authentically and as, as well as they can and being open and, and confident about that, mm-hmm. that really inspires me because I'm just like, wow, good for you on owning you and knowing who you are and, and putting that out into the world because we need it. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks. Yeah, you, Thanks. Didn't, you didn't say anybody, you know, you mentioned people that are close to you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the people I want around me are the people that inspire me. That's a good setup. It is. <laughs> right? It, it sets me up well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Cause I'm constantly in a state of inspiration, which is so great because it, yeah. Wow. yeah, you're always excited and looking for new ways to experience things. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously you do your podcast to channel your creativity then and your inspiration and you do uh, more than that. It says blogger too, right? Oh, I just can't figure out how to change that. I, oh. I There was only a few options, and that seemed like the best option. But uh, I don't even really know what I would okay. classify myself as. Okay, I've gotten influencer a few times, and I'm like, that's not the right word. Like, 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 just, like you should maybe a public, public person? Is that what it is? I don't even know that I'm that, like, that I'm even a public figure. I don't really know. I just, I would just say that I like to share. I mm-hmm. like to share. I like to, to connect with people. So... I'm a connection seeker, maybe. Mm. So that sounds like it could be flipped a little bit weird. So yeah, I don't know. That's okay. That's yeah. just like if that's like how you would say it. It's, uh, do you believe that you know everybody is responsible for their own emotions? Yes. In short answer, yes. And I think that sucks a lot of the time because I think a lot of the time our emotions are direct reactions to people's how people treat us. And so we're, we're, we can't control that. Yeah. Um, so I think that we should take care of people around us and their emotions and be aware and, and um, sensitive and, and hold on to them and, and really honor them. But um, at the end of the day, like no one else can live your life for you um, and feel what you feel. So you do have to take some sort of ownership. But with that said, that's not always easy. No, so not. that's where I come in. Yeah, that's where help comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and help is so good. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with help. But I think so too. Why, yeah. Why is that? I think it's hard to ask for because I think it makes people feel weak and in, in, incapable. Like embarrassed? Um, and I, yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's, a, I think it's a form of like embarrassment or shame, mm-hmm. um, which is un, unfortunate because everyone needs help. Um, and we're all just trying to get through the day, not in a bad way. But we're all just trying to make it through the day. We're all just trying to enjoy life and survive and have good moments and get through the hard stuff. And so um, I know that I don't have 100% of every skill that's ever existed or every quality that's ever existed. Sure. So it's important that I'm able to go to people that have those skills or have those qualities 
and and to have them help me develop yeah. them or to lean on. Yeah, this reminds me of you know everybody has a purpose. You know, That's right? We That's like right. as a society, as a civilization, you know, we we our world is only working because everybody does what they do. That's right. Yeah. Everybody is, has value and importance. And so um, in asking for help, we're, all we're doing is honoring that value and that importance and that purpose. Um, I think it's actually a really beautiful thing. It is. To be able to ask for help and to be able to give it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's becoming easier. The, the, um, the, the perception It's like it's opening mm -hmm. up. It's now it's like it's more mainstream, you know. It's like it's okay, mm -hmm. you know. But it's like it's actually a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love to see that shift. I love to see that shift professionally. I love to see that shift online. I love to see that shift to anyone really, um, in in kind of grabbing onto it and saying like, you know, I'm I'm having a hard time being a human, and I need another human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and if you think about it, like you're raising children, right? Like, like that's what this is. Like we're all meant to help each other and help each other grow. Um, and I know that that can be scary because maybe you've had a bad experience in the past where help has been like, you know, a lot of people will like have help hold, hold over their head and be like, oh, well, I did this for you. And another person that feeling like that. So there's a lot of like icky, complicated stuff that goes into help, but true help and support, which is meaningful to the person who's being supported and not the person who's providing the support. Because I call that like self-serving um, support where you're, helping because it makes you feel good but it actually isn't helpful to the other person uh, ooh, yeah that, that exists i think so mm. i've seen a lot of it um and i think that it ha it exists for two reasons one um and i've talked about this in a video where i talked about my experience with cancer but um it, it the person on the receiving end feels badly because they're like oh this person's trying to help me i acknowledge that but i can't uh I can't, so I can't say anything. I can't correct them and say like, this actually isn't helpful, but here's how you can help me. People also don't know how they want to be helped or what is helpful to them because they may never have received help that was actually helpful. Uh -huh. And then it reinforces for the helper that what they're doing works and that they should continue to do it. Um, and sometimes people aren't receptive to criticism, aren't receptive to hearing, hey, like, I thank you for doing this for me, but this isn't actually helpful, but I would love you to help me in this way. Yeah. Um, there's not enough of that communication. Um, and I think as a therapist, that's like how I like to imagine things would go, but I know that's not completely realistic because lots of people aren't taught that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you like, like there's a, people sometimes say, hey, I'm going to go and see the shrimp, right? That's like, that's a word. The shrimp? The shrimp. The shrink? Is it a shrimp or like? Is, it's I a shrink. It's, oh, I thought it's the shrimp. Shrink. <laughs> I mean, if they're referring to a shrimp, it's probably me because I'm so tiny. Like I'm five feet. Yeah. Yeah. What? How did you know you? So you are aware of this terminology? You? Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that like? Is that? Is that cool? I don't hear it as often anymore. I think it's. Um, I think it's been replaced by just like counselors or therapists um but i'm not offended by it like i don't mind being called really anything in relation to my career unless it's incorrect like if you called me a psychologist i would have to correct you because i don't have a doctorate or a psychiatrist because i don't have a medical degree so it's yes. just like as long as it's within the realm and it makes you comfortable and you relate to it then i'm happy to hear it mm. 
Okay. Happy to have you call me whatever whatever my role is to you. So you do you judge a lot? Or no? Do I what? Do you, like this, this, how you just explain. Do I charge a lot? No, I said judge. You know, the way you just. Judge. Yeah, that's oh. my accent. It's throwing you off. Like, okay. I thought you said, do you charge a lot? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I would never ask that question. Okay. Okay. It's just like the question we talked about in the pre-show. I would not talk about that either. It's just right. like some things are just like, I don't need to know. This is, we are talking about good things here. Yeah. The. Yeah. What was I saying? Ah, yeah, you, you just you described this so well, and you you know you took this mm -hmm. so good, and it me seems to me then that you do not, or have have a strong effort, or you don't feel like you judge people a lot. Oh yeah, I judge people. Um, well, I'm human, so I definitely do judge people like on a like on an instinct, mm -hmm. um, especially when it's got like emotionally it's it affected me. Um, I, I, will, I can get judgmental, but I do make a strong effort and I appreciate you acknowledging that to not judge people. Mm. Um, especially professionally, I like, that's a non, sure. a no go. I yeah. obviously that outside of that realm in a more personal realm, I, um, I still make an effort not to judge people, um, or, and, and instead to understand them, um, because I think understanding is more important than judgment and understanding allows us to like, understand what where people are coming from and a lot of the times the things that we judge people for we just don't understand yeah um and if we did we wouldn't feel that way and then it's also maybe it plays into this perception thing too again you know we look at somebody right. and we we think instinctly oh but it's it's like it's not even true exactly it's like thoughts are just ideas that we tell ourselves so um, is, and so some of those are accurate and some of them aren't. Yeah. Is that the brain telling us from experience, like, oh, building a frame around our reality? I think so. I think that's a really good way of putting it. I think that judgment can totally be a way for us to protect ourselves in a way based on our, our older experiences coming into play and um, making, making a home in the current moment is how I like to put it. Mm. Um, And sometimes that home fits and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes judgment is okay because it helps us make decisions um, about people that maybe we know patterns of that we need to separate ourselves from or create boundaries with. Mm -hmm. um, so not all judgment is bad. I just think that when we judge people without understanding, then we've got a problem. Okay. Yeah. Because this is yeah. like a value system, right? You know, yeah. making a decision that like you try to make the best decision. Yeah. Yeah. Like, If you know that someone has a pattern of hurting you, um, you know, and and you can understand why they're hurting you, but they're still doing it anyways. Mm. Um, I think that you can make a judgment call and say, okay, I need to put up a boundary and spend less time with this person because every time I spend time with them, I get hurt. And so that's still a judgment, but it's it's a positive judgment, and it's just a, it's just a bit of a pivot. Mm -hmm. Do you, Do you meditate then? I, I didn't know I was a meditator, but I actually do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was taught it by a therapist years ago and he called it defragging. And so when you have ADHD, you have trouble filtering stimuli. So your brain, the best way I can describe it is your brain gets full. Um, so by the end of the day, and I'm sure this happens to people who aren't neuro neurodivergent, but um, 
by the end of the day, sometimes my brain is like so full that I can't even like really hear it talking to itself anymore. It's just mainly like random words flying out and then it just feels like a buzzing. Yeah. So I'll go and lie down and just close my eyes and I just picture all of my thoughts like floating to the top of my brain and sorting themselves. Like you kind of like mm. if you've seen yeah. Harry Potter mm. and they or or the Grinch and he sorts they sort all the mail. Mm. That's how what I imagine my brain to do. And then I kind of go into almost like a sleep state, but I'm like awake. And then I wake up like 20 to 30 minutes later, wake up, and I feel like all fresh and ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Clear minded. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks. I always just tell Chris, I'm going to go defrag for a bit. And he's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Do you do anything else? Like with meditation? Um I, um, I think journaling can be a form of meditation as you like really tap into it. Um, but I'm more of like, um, I struggle with it because of the attention piece. Um, I've tried like the actual like sitting and focusing yeah. on meditative stuff. Um, that's not so much meditative to me, but I would say that being near the water mm. is really meditative to me. And I can actually like completely zone out and like just experience a, a really great sense of inner peace, just yes. like staring out into the water, open yeah. body of water. Yeah. I do the same yeah. with the water and the waves. Yeah. yeah the water and the waves. Oh, isn't that wonderful? It's so ancient too, you know? There are a lot of tribes, you know, when they had an yeah. important decision to make, like in Africa or somewhere, or whatever. And, you know, they would go to the sea and they would sit there for two weeks and just every day and do nothing and just listen to the water. And then eventually, you know, you got the idea and you have it and then you that you go. I did not know that. That's a, that's so wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. I did not know that, but I can totally relate to it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I just need to go sit by the water and stare out at it. And it's something so grounding about it. Like, I just feel like I return to myself in those moments. So, you know, when you get kind of in your head about, you know, what for dinner or this argument with this person or whatever it is, it's kind of spinning around in your head. I feel like that all stops and it goes quiet. Yeah. And then you're just with yourself, which is so nice. Mm. I don't think we do enough of that. You, what, what really like motivates you in a way, you know, you, you have, you do a lot where you obviously, I can say this, you inspire people, you know, the, you. you, people look at you and you know, you, you educate, you show stuff, you, you are you and thank you. Like is what 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 comes back to you? Like why do I do it? Yeah, no. Like no. How does okay. it how does it work for you? Like like I do the podcast because you know tonight when we're done talking to you today, I feel empowered. I feel good. You know there was a, there was a oh. re- there was a really good connection. I feel like I learned stuff. And then, you know, this this is why I do the podcast. It, I don't do the podcast because I'm sitting here and I, you know, this is, uh, no, I love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I do it? What, what do I get from it, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, connection. Because, you know, I love that one. Yeah, that's true. And I think that I, I felt like there was a lot of voices lacking in terms of normalizing human experience and mental health. Um, and so for me, there's some sort of satisfaction, um, in knowing that I've used my voice 
well to advocate for the things that I think are important and that people need to place more attention on and that people are struggling with. Um, so I get a lot of genuine reward from just feeling like I've helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm in the right career, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's mainly it. It's connection and, and feeling like I've been helpful where I've, um, I've helped to speak on things that I know are important, but that people have trouble speaking on. And so sometimes it's scary to step out and say like, Hey, I have this issue or that issue where I've experienced cancer or I don't have a relationship with my mom and everyone, you know, people jump in on that and they're like, Oh, you know, and they share their opinions. But at the end of the day, I just want people out there to know that a lot of weird stuff goes on in life and that's okay. And just because your life doesn't look or feel like someone else's life doesn't mean it's not right or it's not right for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was, that was the biggest thing was I wanted people to feel like we could normalize some of this stuff and start talking about it because I felt like we couldn't. Yeah. That's super cool. Thanks. Yeah. That means a lot. That there's a Thank lot you. of value in that, you know? I get a lot of value from it. So I'm really glad that other people do too, because it inspires me to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't do it if no one was getting anything. So well, I might, but I don't think I would be as motivated because, you know, I do have my full-time gig, so I, um, I could easily just stop, but yeah. um, it's the connection and the reward that keeps me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a little thing sometimes too, right? You know, you, mm-hmm. you, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You just like, you help somebody cross the road. Well, yeah. you, know, you didn't, you didn't have to, but you made that call. And yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And somebody else saw it or some kids saw it and then they, they're going to do it from now on. Right. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, and I think you made a really good point of just like how powerful word of mouth is, right? Because something that you say or I say could be taken by anyone and then shared with someone else and it developed into an idea or a story or maybe it evokes a conversation that's been long overdue, like anything really mm. um, that, that helps people put themselves in the best position they can to, to feel good in themselves, I think is what I'm after. Love it. Thanks. That means a lot. <laughs> All right. It does. Yes, it does. And it does. I, yeah. And uh, not only for you. Right. It's for everybody. No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really grateful um, to, to be where I am with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Where do you see yourself in a couple of years? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I'm definitely still going to be a therapist because it's like my lifelong dream come true. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. That was cool for this year. Um, and I landed the dream job. I was going to brag about myself for a second. I, I've been wanting this job for seven or eight years maybe yeah wow. i've known about it and i've wanted it so yes um i work i got it i got yeah. it right out of grad school i felt good about it so i'm gonna stick around there for a bit because i'm loving it mm-hmm. and um i think that you know i i'm considering going back to school so that i'm able to do some diagnostic type stuff and help people a little further mm-hmm. um if they need to be diagnosed or assessed um hopefully we'll be in the midst of planning our wedding. Yeah. Um, but mainly I'm just, I'm really happy with where things are at right now. I, I hope that Hannah and I are able to develop um, Sapiar into more of a consistent situation like you have with the podcast and kind of figure out those kinks because I really think there's value there as well. Mm-hmm. So I just see myself continuing to grow in the areas that I've already placed my, my heart into. Okay. I love it. Thanks. 
Where are you going to be? Uh, I'm going to be Pop Up Podcast. <laughs> you're going to be so famous, and I'm going to be like, I knew him when. Uh, yeah, you, you just come to down to the table. We're going to be at the marina this Friday. Okay. I don't have the time yet, but we're going to go down there. You know, they have those camping tables everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, and it will continue in the winter too, because there's something special going on, but I, I can't share it yet, but we will. Okay. It's, it's going, it's, it's not just a summer gig. It's year round. It's happening. Oh my God. How exciting for you. Congratulations. That's yeah. really great. And, you know, again, I didn't plan this. It just happened. And isn't that the best thing ever when you're just like everything falls into place and it feels so natural and authentic? Yeah, it's just I can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> can't make this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I look at like, because like I have people I talk to and they inspire me, you know, they, they help me. And, you know, the, one of them, Jim, he says, hey, you know, don't be constant, you know, just like you never, ever just stay the same. Don't be complacent. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. I can't. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. yeah. And, you know. You're doing great. And I, I, I took that really by heart. And, you know, I, I have this. I'm gonna show here. I have this mixer here. And I could have mm -hmm. just bought another mixer because I was thinking about, you know, just have a backup or when I get the studio. But I bought something else and you can power it by batteries. Because I, oh, cool. Because I thought, you know, try something else. Learn something else. I love that. And now it's 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 everywhere. And now I can just take it. And I then, really then love that. Mm -hmm. so that. I really love when people push themselves and need to push themselves. The same way that I live, right, is how can I be better? What can I do differently? And I think that you're doing that in, in a really cool way. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that and just be like, you know, you're not putting yourself down in the process, but you're still, like, looking for growth and looking for opportunities for growth without being like, oh, I should do this, I should do that. It's more of an opportunity, right? It's more mm -hmm. like, I get to do this. I am excited to learn this new thing. And then you get to develop all these cool skills and all these cool experiences yeah. that lead to bigger and better things. Yeah, so good I, for you. I think so. But it's like, I have my days too. Like, I'm not like... Of course. I'm not... <laughs> no, sometimes I've, I feel down too. Yeah, I do, you know? Of course. Yeah. yeah. What, kind, what do you do? What do you do when you're down? I work out. <laughs> that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. And then after... That's, that's what gets you back to you? After workout, like a cardio for an hour, and you put a decent effort into it, you... I float. Like, I... You know, I'm... It, the body is just somewhere else. And the mind is somewhere else, too. Yeah. Yeah. It mm. takes you out of your current state and into somewhere else. And then you come back to yourself because you kind of like wore out that extra energy that's got you spinning around and mm. doing different things. Yeah. I that, love that. That one is good. And I, I have a Lisa. She's an awesome partner. She is always there for me. So that's really good. That is fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that social support, especially from your partner is like, I don't know what I would do without Chris, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It all makes all the difference. <sighs> when is the wedding? Oh gosh, good question. I guess that meant a lot. Um, we are going to start talking about planning in 2022, mm. but that doesn't mean anything because um, we mainly just didn't really know how to plan during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and also so many of our friends, there were so many people that we knew did not get to get married because they had to cancel due to the pandemic. So 
um, we really wanted them to have their moment. And I always have really wanted a long engagement. So I have no answer for you, but we will start planning in 2022. That's exciting. That's exciting. I'm excited. I think it's going to be such a great time. Okay. I love it. Well, yeah. Kaylee, I'm, if you okay, I will take us off the air. It's great. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. And just stick Thank around. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my honor. Absolutely. And uh, just stick around for one second. I take us off the air. Thank you.